Alright motherfuckers, welcome to the element of surprise. My name, in case you didn't know, is Chadwick Joseph Suet, and I'm your little host on this little shindig we like to take together every once in a while. So, it's been a while, it's been about a month, after a very disappointing Man Stuff episode, uh, came out last month, we are going to try to do some uh, something a little bit more holiday-themed, something a little bit more festive, to uh, finalize the year, maybe? We don't know. I don't know yet. Maybe I got a few more in me, but uh, before let's get it... Uh, words! Yeah, okay. Before I get into anything else, <laughs> we're going to uh, touch base on where you can find us. Uh, you can find us at www.podbean.com that's the hosting site uh, or to save yourself time just go to your little browser type in eosmentallyirregular.podbean.com takes you straight to the page you can download and listen to all the episodes there uh, give us a like give us a subscribe mash that like button as they say on YouTube which reminds me check out the YouTube channel the Element of Surprise YouTube channel on YouTube all the episodes are now being put up on there as well as well as uh, creepy other videos that I just make for, um, you know, for the sake of posterity, I suppose. Um, also check out the Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash EOS Mentally Irregular. Join the EOS group, leave us a review, like, smash, you know, all that stuff, subscribe. Um, okay, so, uh, you know, the holiday season is upon us. It is currently December 23rd of 2020. So, uh, just what I mean, what do you say to that? The year 2020 is over, and it's, I see so many things. Oh man, thank God 2020 is almost over. Oh, thank God this year is behind us. Do you guys think it's actually gonna get any better? Are you fucking joking? Is this shit's just gonna get worse? It's just gonna keep rolling. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, Chad, you gotta be optimistic. Fuck you. I'm like the most optimistic person in the world. I wake up every day with air in my lungs and a dick hanging between my legs, and I'm like, guess what? I'm a happy motherfucker. But this shit's ain't gonna get no better. It's just gonna get worse. Pro- point in case, uh, or case in point, which, by the way, is another excellent podcast you can check out, hosted by my friend Justin Case. Although I haven't seen any new episodes up lately, that doesn't mean you can't listen to what's already there. Um, that's on Audio Boom, by the way. Uh, case in point, that things just aren't getting better. Um, I, let's talk a little bit about my failures, my shortcomings, and my problems, uh, which, according to my fiance, are all caused by what's that? What causes all my problems, Ash? Jacking off. That's what she says. Every problem I've ever run into in my life is or has been caused by jerking off. So, let's let's elaborate. Um, let's say I was driving down the road. And I wrecked my car. You know, a, de- a freak accident. I pull out. I look both ways. I pull out. A, bu- a, a truck runs a red light and T-bones me in the side. How? How is that? How? That's a problem for me because now I'm out of vehicle. Well, if you'd have been paying attention would be her response. If you'd have been paying attention instead of jerking off, you'd have seen that that truck was running a red light. In no way, shape, or form could I possibly have known the truck was going to run a red light, but... Apparently, I was distracted by putting my hand in my pants and playing with my dingleberries. That's, uh, that's what she says. So, according to her, all of my problems, failures, and shortcomings are caused by jacking off. Um, you know, and I'd like to elaborate a little bit more on that at length, but we'll, we'll, we'll touch back on that a little later. One thing I do want to talk to you guys about is that I've been shitting, like, way too much lately. Like, it's, on average, I would take a huge shit about once or twice a day. I'm shitting, like, three or four times a day now. And it's all very small shits, 
so I guess the amount of shit is the same, but it's just like, oh, I got a shit. Oh, I got to sit back down. Okay, I, I'm, I'm done taking a shit. Half hour goes by. It's like, oh, I got a shit. It's like, didn't you just shit? Yeah, no, I, I did. I took a shit, but now, you know, I'm just shitting more. And because of that, my back hurts and I'm always thirsty. I don't, I don't understand it. My back hurts and I'm always thirsty. So, you know, the way my mind works, it's, it's one of two things. Either uh, I need to change my diet around or cancer. So that's, that's how it works. You know, it's either I got to change my diet and be healthier or I've got cancer. Um, and that's usually how I work with everything. I either got to change my diet around and get healthier or cancer. Hey, Chad, maybe you smoke too much. Maybe uh, you should stop drinking your weight in Pepsi a week. Maybe um, you should start eating healthy things instead of gorging yourself on Christmas cookies. And, um, you know, maybe eat like a real person does. Or, or you're just riddled with cancer. Just lousy, lousy with cancer, like a raccoon with tapeworms. So, you know, that's, that's a little bit that's been going on with me. Um... You know what really fucking is like, like the the pinnacle of annoyance is yes, Bows. You know you were there. The pinnacle, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I know. Tell them, Bows. Um, no, the pinnacle of annoyance is just dealing with the Comcast cable company in any aspect. Uh, prime example is you know. Uh, We've lived in this, this apartment now, this house, for going on a year and a half. That's, that's not that long. That's like 17, 18 months. And in that time, I've needed four remote controls from Comcast because none of the ones they give me seem to fucking work. So, you know, uh, we've got the Xfinity where you have the, uh, the remote control that you push the little button and you talk into and you say, hey, uh... Show play Die Hard and it plays Die Hard, or you're like, uh, Chad is gay and it shows you like all the gay porn in the world, or you say Freeform, uh, you know, because you want to watch the Freeform channel and it says free porn on the screen and you're like, no, 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 because there's kids around. So, you know, which actually does happen. Uh, give it a ter- try after the kids go to bed. Try it out. Just say Freeform into your talk remote and see what happens. It's it's I, I'm not making it up. Um, but yeah, dealing with Comcast is just, you know, re- absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um, I'm on my fourth remote, so this last time I called them, and instead of sending a guy out with a new remote to, you know, sync it up for me and all that stuff, they just send me, a, they just mailed me a remote. I guess because uh, fucking COVID guidelines and shit, they don't want to send people to houses or unless they absolutely have to. But, you know, so they just mailed me a remote control, but they mailed me the wrong fucking remote. Like, it's a, it's a remote control that's, like, easily two steps back from the box I have. So I, I was able to pair it with my TV, and it, it just works. Just It's just the fucking worst. It's like, oh, yeah, no, okay, you want to you wanna search? Let's uh, go to your guide. It's like, no, I'm not gu- I don't want to go to my guide. I want to, you know, search. Oh, you want to turn the volume up on your TV? Okay, well, here's channel four. What the fuck are you doing? So, you know... I call Comcast to complain. I'm like, hey, uh, maybe you guys sent me the wrong remote. They're like, oh, no, we sent you the Xfinity 1 remote. I'm like, well, I'm looking at the remote right now, and it says X2 on it, so that's the wrong remote. Like, yeah, that wouldn't be the right one. Okay, so are you going to send me the the right one? Well, is your remote working? Poorly. Okay, so what you're telling me is you need a new remote. What? Yes, that's why I called. My remote doesn't work correctly you sent me the wrong one okay so um 
are you able to get into your Xfinity account from home? Y yes, I can do that. I can do it on the computer. I can do it on my phone. Okay, so here's what we want you to do. Don't get into your Xfinity account. Your remote works? Yes, but poorly. It's, it's the wrong remote. It doesn't sync with the box I have correctly. Oh, we understand. Okay, so point your remote at the box. Okay, hit setup. Yeah, I did that. Okay, the numbers popped up on the screen. What are they? Six, eight, seven. Type those numbers. Okay, I did that. Does it say that that was successful? Yes. All right, now try it. Okay, now it's still doing nothing. It does jack shit. It does absolutely fucking nothing. Um, okay, hit the setup button. What? It's, are we just talking in fucking circles now? Okay, are you able to check your Xfinity account from home? Yes, I can get onto my computer and log into the Xfinity account, or I could do it through the internet on my phone. Okay, do you want me to do that? No, do not do that. Instead, point the remote at the box at your TV screen and hit, let me guess, you're going to fucking say setup? Hit the setup button. What the fuck? Stop just repeating yourself at me. It doesn't work. Okay, well, we can send you a new remote. Would you like that? Yes! Okay, it says here we mailed you a new remote two weeks ago. Did you get that? Yeah, that's the one I'm calling about. Okay, does that remote work? No! Okay, aim it at your TV screen and press setup. Click, goodbye, hang up, because, you know, I'm not dealing with that conversation anymore. And what's wrong with it? What, what, what's the problem with that? How, did that? how did that issue occur? Why am I talking in circles to someone from Bangladesh about the goddamn remote? Oh, clearly because it's one of my shortcomings from me jerking off too much. Just ask my, ask my wife. That's what she'll fucking tell you. Say, oh, well, maybe if you wouldn't jerk it off so much, you'd, be, you'd been paying attention on what remote to, to give them. It's like, no, they can see the remote on their end. Well, don't jerk off on them. What? I'm not jerking off on them. Don't jerk off on the phone when you're talking into it. Huh? That's why they couldn't hear you right. No. Everything, everything that was just said is a goddamn mistake. But yes, dealing with Comcast is um, tantamount to prying your own eyes out with your with your fucking hands and then putting them in your mouth and chewing them with your with your teeth while you're now blind and then eating your own eyes that's what it's like so if if anybody out there if, who's hearing the sound of my voice right now is like hmm what would i rather do would i rather swallow an entire pine cone made out of metal uh, call Comcast and have them help me pair my remote control that they sent me, which is the wrong one, or rip my eyes out of the, their sockets with my bare hands and then eat them, I suggest the pine cone or the eating of your own eyes, because it's probably easier to do. Um, but you know, fuck me. Fuck me for trying to get shit done. If I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had to do, worry about it if I hadn't been jerking off the whole time though, right Ash? That's what she says. Yep. Um, okay. All right. Moving on. Moving right along. Um, I'm, I'm sure by now many of you are familiar with a character that uh, they refer to as Baby Yoda. Uh, Grogu. Or, uh, yeah, because I don't, I don't care about spoilers because I don't watch the damn shit. I get told the shit by somebody who watches and can't fucking, you know, wait for me, wait for it to come out on DVD for me to see it or, or you know, watch it on my own. So he's just, you know, they, they're just like, oh, oh, here's every goddamn thing happening with the Mandalorian. Everything's spoiled for you now. Enjoy. Um, so 
thereby I, you know, I, the, no courtesy was taken for me, so I'm not going to take any courtesy for you. That's my fucking courtesy. That's my spoiler alert uh, notification right there. Just skip past this if you don't want to hear it. Anyway. Um, with all these uh, Mandalorian stuff and Luke Skywalker showing up and, you know, Grogu is a baby Yoda and then Ahsoka Tano and all this stuff and all these expansion series that they're doing, um, you know, uh, the Star Wars universe is growing by leaps and bounds, which I, I'm all for, uh, especially if it retcons most of the sequels, uh, specifically that goddamn Rise of Skywalker garbage. But, you know, and that's neither hither nor thither. That's not what I'm here to bitch about right now. I think, though... If anybody's seen the lineup, there's going to be, like, an Obi-Wan series, there's going to be an Ahsoka series, it's supposed to be something called the Acolyte, which is very mysterious, but Sith-based, uh, there's going to be stuff about, um, you know, some, just a, a series about droids, which I'm hoping is, like, an anthology series, and every episode's about a new story that follows a new droid, but I, I don't know. Um, anyway, I think they're really missing out, and so, here are some Star Wars expansion series that I think we need. Number one, and I'm being dead serious about this. There needs to be a goddamn series about pod racing. Maybe just like one season. Like about the pod racing championship. Set it before episode one. It doesn't have to have little Anakin in it. You know, just... Uh, Qui-Gon says in episode one something about they have a pod racing on Malastare. It's very fast and very dangerous. Well, what about like a like a galactic-wide pod racing championship? You know, basically like think Speed Racer in Star Wars and pod racing. Tell me that series wouldn't be fucking awesome. That would be fucking amazing. You get the guys that do the Fast and Furious movies to fucking do that. That would be great. I would watch the shit out of that. And I'm not even into racing or shit like that, but I think that would be a fucking awesome series. Another thing that I personally want to see is a series that focuses on Watto, the junk dealer, before he owned Anakin as a slave. Uh, slave? Yeah. Um... I want to see a whole series that just follows Watto, the junk dealer. You know, like, uh, season one, before he owned Anakin. Season two, everything that happened to him in between episode one and Anakin showing up in episode two and him selling off Shmi. Uh, season three, what the fuck happened to him after Revenge of the Sith? You know, just follow Watto around for a while. I'm sure it would be boring as fuck, but, you know, they're making a series about fucking droids, so I think they can make a series about fucking Watto. And then lastly... We need another Bounty Hunter series, but it doesn't need to be The Mandalorian. I picked the perfect character from Star Wars lore for it to focus on, and that is Zuckus. So, I want Zuckus, the Star Wars series, to be a uh, thing where Zuckus is the main character. And, uh, you know, I, I could go on for days about Zuckus, but I'm not going to. I just wanted to bring that up. I think that there's a lot of potential for more Star Wars series that are better than, you know, droids or fucking, um, you know, Rangers of the New Republic or whatever that's going to be and shit like that. They're missing out. We need pod racing. We need Watto. We need Zuckus. And until I get those things, I'm just not going to be happy. And, you know, I've already written uh, Disney a, a strongly worded letter. Uh, and I'm thinking, really thinking about mailing it. A lot of it just divulges into me just calling Ka uh, Kathleen Kennedy a gutter slut. But um, admittedly, that's pretty much what she is. And, uh, you know, just telling John Favreau to, you know, to continue fixing what he's fixing, and just to smack, just like in one of the episodes of The Mandalorian that he's going to do for season three, just have it like physically, like him interrupt the production and bring Kathleen Kennedy, like drag her on screen, like on in front of the camera, and just fucking like just cut her head off, like as if it's a terrorist fucking, you know, video, like like made in a cave somewhere with the beheading of like an American soldier or some shit. Uh, wow, that got dark. Um, anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, 
so I've, I've talked in the past, at, and I've not been shy about the fact that I've had uh, some pretty strange dreams over the years. You know, I've, I've mentioned on here about the dream I had where uh, my house had tubes in it to get in and out, like the way like you would have like in a hamster cage, which is uh, still awesome. I still want the tube house. Um, I know I've gone on and on and on multiple times about my recurring dream where uh, people's heads just roll backwards and just t- fall off, just roll off their head- bodies and just leave. And do whatever the fuck heads do. I know I've done that, but I had a dream recently um, that was Christmas related, and I'm not making this up at all. And so I've wrote down notes on it, and I'm going to touch on those notes for you now, as much as I remember about this dream. And so the dream was like this: I, I'm I'm sitting on my couch, and apparently it was Christmas Day, and uh, my son is nowhere to be found in the dream, for the record, which is kind of weird. Because it's Christmas, you'd think he'd be there opening gifts and stuff like that. But no, it's just me and Ash, and we're sitting there on the couch, and, you know, the Christmas tree's on, and we're watching something on TV that I wasn't able to see in the dream because of the noise going on outside. So I look outside, and I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? What is this? And I call Ash, I'm like, look outside, and she goes, holy shit, what's going on? And what I see outside of my window, outside of my house, is Juggernaut from the X-Men, the, the giant mutant juggernaut, you know, any momentum he gets behind him, he can't be stopped, he becomes an unstoppable force, that juggernaut from the X-Men just walking down the street, and he, he's dressed like the juggernaut, but on top of his, like, helmet, his protective helmet, he has, like, a Santa hat glued, like, super glued on there, and he's walking down the street with a bag of presents, and, like, he just stops and, like, looks at a house, and if he sees a Christmas tree on, he just walks into the wall, which, of course, anybody that knows Juggernaut tears through the wall, just smashes through the wall, destroys their, you know, fucking, um, you know, what used to be their fucking representation of holiday cheer, and he just, like, you know, throws wrapped gifts onto the carnage that he created, and then, boom, off to the next house. You know, no reindeer, no fucking holiday magic, just Juggernaut fucking just walking down the street, spotting Christmas trees in your window, smashing through your wall, and then just haphazardly just leaving gifts on to the fucking chaos. Um, Now, what really bothered me about this dream was not the insanity behind it, not that I'm having a dream about Juggernaut fucking smashing into people's houses and leaving, you know, just like throwing gifts with his giant hands. What bothered me is that he just completely bypassed our house, like entirely. Like, that like pissed me off in the dream. Like, where the fuck is he going? Like, it's Christmas, it's goddamn Christmas Day! Does he not see our trees lit? And I was upset about the fact that Juggernaut was not fucking barreling through my wall and destroying my home, which is a rental, by the way. I rent. You know, I don't even own this place. Uh, So it's beneficial that he didn't, but I was pissed off that he didn't and leave us, like, you know, our smashed gifts and cause us, like, you know, bodily harm because he's the fucking Juggernaut. Um, Why I had this dream? I don't fucking know. I can't tell you that because I don't know. I just know that that was my dream and it was uh, fucking insane. But uh, that was my holiday dream about the Juggernaut and um, him just smashing through shit. So weird shit has been going on in my head. Uh, Weirder than usual. But um, okay. So let's, uh, let me see. Let me see here. Okay. So um, I don't think it's any secret that uh, I, for many, many years, have... No, not been gay. God damn it, this is not Chad is gay all over again. We're not doing that. God damn it. Um, no, it's no secret that I myself have viewed um, myself. 
Santa Claus. No, not myself. It's, shut the fuck up. Uh, it's no secret that I have viewed uh, Santa Claus as a uh, criminal. Plain and simple. He is a criminal. He's a weirdo. He's possibly a dirty old man. But he's, he's a criminal flat, uh, you know, plain and simple. And I don't care what your opinion is on it. I'm giving you mine. You didn't tune in for your own opinion. You've already got that. Um, you know, but so now I'm going to prove it. I'm going to prove it for you plain and simple, just straight. You know, there's not going to be any fucking doubt left in your mind afterward if Santa Claus is a criminal. Uh, because I've compiled a list and detailed a lot of the actual crimes he commits. Uh, number one, first and foremost, being breaking and entering. You know, so let's ask ourselves a question. What would you do to someone who's quietly sneaking into your home late at night? You know, maybe some people would call the police. Some people grab guns or baseball bats. Uh, others do all of the above. You know, that's you, you defend yourself from the uh, intruder. And in the United States, breaking and entering is a felony charge that can land a person a year or more in prison. Yet, Santa is able to just sneak in every household in the world, and he doesn't even get a slap on the wrist. Not even. They don't even bring it up. Um, which leads me to a second crime, which is trespassing. You know, additionally, if Santa Claus will ever face charges for his crimes, which, you know, not in my lifetime, you know, it's, that's my white whale, uh, but if he ever will face charges for his crimes, the judge can add trespassing to that list. Um, you know, whether he sneaks down a chimney or not is irrelevant. Santa Claus is committing a crime by busting into our homes with the intent of stealing our milk and cookies. You know, is there ever a mention of Santa showing his passport, I, uh, for the record, as he visits each and every country on Christmas Eve? No. No, there isn't. That's because Santa doesn't have a passport. So... Every year, Santa Claus gets away with illegally crossing borders and uh, to and fro without a passport. And while he enjoys his global travel, we can't even get past security with our proper paperwork or inside a fucking store without a goddamn mask on. But Santa just... Oh, Merry Christmas to all and to all. I don't have a passport. I don't need but a passport. You know, so he gets away with, also, you know, he gets away with flying, he doesn't own a fucking pilot's license, he doesn't have a license for the fucking reindeer, and he doesn't have an aircraft license, if you can call his sleigh a fucking aircraft in the first place. Um, you know, not even the smartest fucking criminal masterminds, not even fucking Hans Gruber could pull that shit off, but Santa does it. Merry Christmas down the chimney, you're cooking. Um... I'm leaving presents, which, speaking of the fucking presents, let's add smuggling to his list of fucking crimes. Because since Santa Claus is immune to border security, he doesn't obviously have to worry about what's in his big old sack. Uh, whether it be children's toys or other things, Santa gets away with just anything. Only he can get away with smuggling all sorts of fucking shit in and out of 196 fucking countries. But for now, it seems like you know, jolly old St. Nick is just using his powers for good. But, uh, you know, we have yet to hear, I guess, from any parents who claim Santa left anything other than toys and the occasional lump of coal. He's not busting into houses and, like, taking a shit under your Christmas tree or, like, jerking off in your stocking. Not yet, anyway. Not that we know of. Um, which, you know, speaking of lumps of coal, how about this? Giving children lumps of coal. Okay, well, is that really a crime? 
you know, it might not be a true crime, but think about how that might affect children when they find a lump of coal instead of presents. So what Santa's doing now, what he's doing there is, um, well, no, it's not child abuse. It's, I mean, it is in a, in a manner of speaking, but it's, um, what do you call it? Uh, the fucking uh, intent to, intent to scar. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I mean, uh, my point being is that, you know, if he's really checking his list twice, does that mean that the bad children deserve coal? No. I'm saying that, you know, maybe give the kids a little constructive criticism so they can learn from their mistakes instead of just, like, mentally starring them for fucking, uh, you know, the rest of their life. You know, that's uh, intentional emotional distress. That's what I was thinking of. That's what it's called. Santa's guilty of intentional emotional distress. And lastly, uh, well, not lastly, but uh, number five on the list is invasion of privacy. Um, oh, well, you know, well, how is Santa invading anyone's privacy? Really? He knows when you are sleeping and he knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. You know, it's been my experience that when people spy or peer into the private lives of others, be it through an open window, a uh, hotel room door, or a peephole that you that took you uh, ten fucking days to whittle away with with a spoon, it's a crime. It's a crime. But when this jolly old fat fuck does it year after year, he gets away with it, and it's completely acceptable. You know. People have baby monitors and security monitors and other sorts, but Santa Claus holds the ultimate piece of monitoring technology, apparently, because until there's a better way of him knowing how well children behave, he will continue to get away with a global invasion of privacy. And, but, you know, all this, all this is still irrelevant. I've just only listed his crimes. Now we have to ask ourselves, is he guilty? Is he guilty? Okay, well, to be found guilty of burglary... Santa only needs to be shown to have had the intent to commit a crime inside the building. Like, you know, you like you walk into a building with the intent to swipe a little liquor from the uh, little, those little bottles of liquor that they have at the liquor store that, you know, fit right in your pocket. Nobody seems to fucking watch, but every time I get caught with them, I get banned out from a goddamn liquor store. Um, anyway, all he needs to do is show the intent to have a little snack on your cookies and, you know, drink a little bit of your milk out of the fridge, and that's committing a crime. That's, that's burglary. He's guilty of burglary. Uh, but, you know, then you ask yourself, but wait, doesn't Santa have our uh, consent to enter the premises? Well, I wouldn't really be comfortable if I were him uh, saying that in having a uh, gift wish list of property owners' children's as a fucking, uh, you know, as his alibi holding up in court. Um as the proof of the owner's implicit consent to enter the premises unannounced at night. And of the millions of chimneys he slides down on Christmas Eve, I would guess a fair number haven't even provided any such documentary uh, evidence of consent at all. So let's get back to that surveillance. Let's get back to that um, invasion of privacy. Because you can tack on to that unlawful surveillance and privacy violations. Because long before his annual Christmas Eve crime spree, Santa is constantly engaged in, z- in global surveillance that makes the NSA look like a bunch of ham radio enthusiasts. 
I mean, yes, he receives a great deal of intelligence from his massive naughty or nice list from disgruntled parents, uh, but knowing when each of the estimated 526 million Christian children under the age of 14 are sleeping and when they are awake requires a remarkably intrusive spying operation. Uh, we may only be able to guess at the sophisticated technology necessary to pull off such intelligence gathering, but I'm assuming it's CIA level, and uh, it's probably running afoul of most privacy laws. That's what I'm saying. Now, all this aside, all this aside, the one thing that we know for a fact Santa is absolutely guilty of each and every year, and, you know, it's, it's uh, beyond a doubt, is labor and employment law offenses. Santa, my friends, is the CEO or dear leader of some sort of fascist Arctic labor colony. There is no evidence to suggest that the elves, the man of the North Pole's toy factory, uh, receive a salary or compensation of any kind other than room and board, which makes them closer to serfs toiling on the land of their lord's estate than paid employees or even independent contractors for that matter. Um, I find it hard to believe that Santa provides anything in the way of elf pensions or disability benefits, or that he has sufficient procedures in place to ensure workplace safety. Uh, fortunately for St. Nick, he runs this feudal factory operation of his in international waters, and while the Maritime Labor Convention of 2006 does set some minimum protections for maritime workers, compliance with such measures is only sporadically enforced against uh, explo exploitative seafaring bosses like Mr. Kringle. Um, lastly, let's take a look at some of his miscellaneous crimes and misdemeanors. Because uh, Santa's potential rap sheet and civil li liability goes on. Uh, we got animal cruelty on the list, forcing eight or nine captive reindeer to engage in jaw-dropping feats of globe-trotting labor seems callous and inhumane and would constitute deliberate and premeditated cruelty to an animal if, uh, you know, you put it up in a court of law. Let's go with driving under the influence as well, because even with a superhuman tolerance, imbibing tens of millions of units of alcohol in less than 24 hours is going to result in some seriously impaired sleigh driving. Um, how about intentional infliction of emotional distress? That's uh, going back to those lumps of coal in the stockings. But that's not a sufficient uh, defense for the results of em resulting emotional distress. How about aggravated assault? How else are we going to categorize the non-consensual hugging of millions of minors on Santa's lap every year at the mall? Alienation of affection. How about that one? In several United States states, if someone sees mommy kissing Santa Claus, then daddy can sue that third party for disrupting his marriage. How about uh, all the um, violations of airspace and customs? Flaunting sovereign airspaces and carrying contraband items across international borders does have legal consequences. There's antitrust violations. There could be no question that, a, that Santa has a monopoly over the Christmas gift market, and giving away commercial items for free undoubtedly reduces competition and hurts competitors. There's also tax evasion. There are no records of Santa Claus ever having paid taxes to any tax authority, and while the enormous losses he accrues from gifting the estimates of one 142 trillion dollars in toys that he manufactures may negate any income tax liability he could owe a number of other tariffs and taxes for his activities including payroll taxes for his elves if a court were to deem them employees and not uh slaves slave in short friends jolly old saint nick is gonna need one hell of a good lawyer 
assuming that we could detain him and bring him to justice in the first place. Um, that said, these are just a few of the crimes that I came up with and uh, that, I, that, absolute, that he's absolutely fucking guilty of. If you think of anything else that you see that should be levied against the man in red, please don't hesitate to let me know. And, uh, you know, we can continue this. And that, you know, while I'm at it, that reminds me about Frosty. Let's not forget that he's a goddamn thief, too. Everybody's all pissed off at the Grinch. Oh, the Grinch who stole Christmas. He go, he's just a Grinch. No, he's just another, another one of many holiday criminals. Another, another one of many holiday criminals. Ha! <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Um, Christmas Day is in two days. And um, that's also Bouse's birthday. And I'm not making that up. Ba- my, my precious, precious Bouse was born on December 25th, which makes his birthday Christmas. So is Bouse the son of God? I don't know. Maybe he is. But aren't we all God's children? Maybe we are. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting into religion or Christianity or anything with you. Um, I'm just saying that Bouse was born on Christmas Day. So, he has a uh, song. We sing him a song every year on his birthday and Christmas to the tune of Elton John's Stepping Into Christmas. And what I'm going to do for you listeners now is sing that fucking song right now. Christmas is your birthday, birthday is your Christmas, guess what, it's your fucking Christmas, fucking this fucking birthday, Christmas, fucking, fucking birthday, Christmas, Christmas, fucking birthday, fucking Christmas, this Christmas, fucking birthday, Christmas. Yeah, so there's that. Um, Alright, I think that's it, everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. Don't forget to, uh, you know, leave... uh, Leave your stockings open for your friendly Element of Surprise host. Uh, Remind your mom that uh, she doesn't need to let me come down her chimney all the time. There are other routes there. And that, um, you know, just be good to each other, I guess. Uh, Check out a fireside chat hosted by my very good friend Ryan McCormick. Uh, Check out Case in Point hosted by Justin Case. Check out McSauce hosted by Ian, Paul, and Matt. And without further ado... Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Cue the fucking bear music. <laughs>